Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, No Badge, no Sats. Uh, They're both on holidays, but it's uh, Jason Matthews here being joined tonight by Matt the Rat Rogers. Hello, Matty. How are you, Jace? Good, mate. How was your your Chrissy? Oh, it was great. Had uh, had my son and his partner over, and and the kids, and uh, my daughter was in Sydney with her partner and visiting family down there. But uh, cooked up a nice roast on the roast lamb on the Weber. Yep, good to see. It was beautiful. None and, of this. Uh, I mean, I don't mind a mixture of seafood and roast, but you can't go full seafood. I had roast on Christmas Day, seafood Boxing Day. I oh, see. So you're that's clever. Mm, just mixed it up. Jack's joining us as well. Hello. How was your now did you did you did you have Christmas Day with your flatmates? No, no. I actually moved out. Oh, thank moved God. Out, yeah. so, I was uh, worried about where, your where life. To, where, where have you moved out to? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, give us the address. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I actually moved back in with my parents. So uh mate, put your hand times. up. I know you've been away because <laughs> put your hand up, mate, when you're gonna push the button. How old are you, Jack? Sorry? How old are you? 28. And you're bludgeoning off your parents. Yeah, back home with parents. So uh, started off strong with Christmas. Why are we, why are we both shaking our heads? Uh, you know what? You know why? What? We're because jealous? My, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I moved out of home and went to boarding school at 13 years old. Never went home after that. Went you're not going to – seriously, hang on, wait. You're not going to give us crappy boarding school stories like Sats does every night. No, 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 okay, I'm not. But what good. I'm saying is I used to be so jealous of all my teammates that I played with at Cronulla that were living with their parents. And they're, they're like, you know, 20, 21, 22, saving a fortune, not having to pay rent, putting money aside, buying houses. Yep. And here I am struggling away having to pay Oh, yeah, rent. that's right. Struggling. That now, let's, yeah, but again, you were that was 21, right? Yeah. Well, 13 when you went to boarding school. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about a bloke who's 28. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> right, yeah. fair point. Yeah. So how was Chrissy, mate? Good. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks, mate. It was uh, good. Had the little niece. It was uh, like her second Christmas for the first one where she kind of understood what was happening. So yeah. how good that, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. How about you, mate? Yeah, that was great. It's fantastic. Ate way too much. Never left the couch. What was the highlight of the food for you? Oh, it was the prawns. The prawns. On Christmas. What? I, I, I king prawns, we said seafood, medium king prawns, tiger prawns. They were medium. They're from Jacob's Well, the prawn farm out there. Oh, mate. I've been up to those prawn farms. Mate, they're they are brilliant. phenomenal. They are. They're, they're restaurant quality. Yeah. And I made them. I don't know what he does. He just gets them. Yeah. All right? So I don't ask questions. Don't ask. I pay cash, unmarked notes. Yeah, right. Give them to him. I Scratch get my, up the serial numbers. <laughs> I get my three kilos of prawns every... No. They'll go, oh, mate... There was about five meats, so it's two families that come together. Yeah. And you've got two wives who don't know how to say, no, 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 I won't bring anything. So everyone brings everything. And there's so, so much, much food, yeah. isn't there? In and out of the isn't pool. Isn't that, I, I, you know what, 
It'll be interesting to know how much food gets wasted at this time of year. Uh, zero in our house. Yeah, well, I can see. <laughs> I'm still eating it. I can see. That. Although I said to you today when we first walked in, I said, Matt, don't know about you, but I'm at the end of my tether with ham. I'm all over ham at the moment. It's been I a week. Didn't, didn't start trimming the ham until Christmas Day. What? Opened it up. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm toasted ham and cheese sandwiches, just cutting ham. See, up I haven't in done that yet. I haven't done a, it. I haven't done a toaster yet. I've oh. got. To, I'll try that tomorrow. Yeah, I had right. it with a salad today and threw some chicken in just to break up the taste. <laughs> Jack, um, I'll see you back on the lasagnas tonight. So Christmas is officially done for you. Well, no, I did polish off the rest of the turkey and the ham on some sandwiches over the last couple of days. So yeah. It's the uh, the lasagnas. It's just here. Do you hear it? Yeah, yeah I heard it go. Yeah, beep, no, beep, back. We're in back in. in. We're back in. Have you seen this? He has two lasagnas every day. Is that right? And and two, vanilla two, coke. Two for thirteen dollars, mate. You oh, can't go really? wrong, mate. You can't right? go where, wrong. Where's this? Where do I get two lasagnas for thirteen? No, no, no. But no, they, I can't say they, mate, these, <laughs> these were probably made three years ago, right? right <laughs> and okay. fro- snap frozen. Same bloke that does uh, the prawns at Jacob's Well. Just falls off. We don't ask questions. Okay. I got Jack. Jack did me a favour, so I bought him some frozen lasagnas. I've got mate. They'll three. 50 on special at wow. Coles. Oh, grab me one when you're in the next Yeah, year. mate. You, uh, seriously, I don't, uh, Jack, I don't even know how it fills you up. I've got some spares if you want, mate. They're, they're I'm good, there, actually. You know. <laughs> Steve from Dubbo's jumped on the text. 0457 736 736. Evening, fellas. Hope you've all had a, a good Christmas. A- anyone out there get something for Christmas they didn't like? Oh, that's a... Yep. Did you? Yep. What is it? Is it okay to say it? Probably not. Just because my wife gave it to me. (laughs) She's probably listening. Sorry, darling. No, no, I I did get (laughs) some very good presents. No, no, no. Generally the ones that I bought myself and wrapped myself and put under the tree. (laughs) Everything that I liked... I bought myself and got put under the tree. I didn't even buy them for Christmas. I just bought them. Like my South Sydney membership turned up. Is that right? They wrapped it and put it under the tree. Very good. And put from Latrell. Nice. That was nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that was a nice one. Hey, um, did you get something from uh, – is there something – okay, let's put it a nicer way. Let's put this a nicer way. Is there anything that you would like to re-gift from Christmas? Well, it's funny you say that because I, go- I was walking with a friend of mine this morning and he said, and he was wearing this hat, and he said to me, "Mate, how good's this hat? Your brother gave it to me for Christmas. <laughs> I gave it to my brother for Christmas, and he regifted <laughs> it already straight away. Well, well I gave it to okay. him before, just before Christmas, and he went away, and he gave it to my mate, and yeah, oh, it was uh, okay. And, and then he felt bad. He goes, "Oh, do you want it back? I, mean, I don't want it back. What am I going to do with it?" So the neighbour went away for a night. No, he went away Christmas Eve. Come back, yeah, two nights. Came back Boxing Day morning. He just asked the girls, my daughters, if they could feed the cats. So they just stuck next door and feed the cats. Did the job. Everything was fine. Got home. And he's given us this little Christmas hamper, you know, with wafer bits. You know those Christmas hampers you buy? Food you'll never eat or purchase throughout the year. Anyway, he's given it to us. I said, mate, don't worry about it. I'm going, this is crap. Don't worry about it. He goes, no, 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 I insist. So he's obviously gotten that from someone, right? Yep. And then he's re-gifted that to us. So I've turned my back. I'm walking into my into my house, not knowing he's following me because he wants the key back. And I've gone, oh, I got this from such and such next door. I think it's been re-gifted. And behind <laughs> me, I hear the voice, oh, Jace, can I get my key back? <laughs> oh, how good. And Foot Anita goes, Anita goes, sucked in. <laughs> so, Caught. 
Well, I, I like what Steve said here on the text. He said, Woolgs, there's no way your notes would be unmarked. They'd be covered in sauce and fingerprints and all types of food scraps. Yeah, true. Fair point. Bit of Fair gravy point. in there. <laughs> hey, on tonight's show, uh, Matty Rogers uh, stepping in uh, for cover for, for the boys are on holidays. Badge will be back next Tuesday. Is Tuesday public holiday next week? No. Ne- no, yes. Mondays. So you oh, and- no, yeah, Monday is a public holiday. So that's the second. So you and Badge will be doing the show next Tuesday night. Badge will be back then. I'm excited about uh, that. Part two tonight, the chat with Benny Elias is coming up uh, real soon. Great sporting moments of 2022. These continue Finish Thursday, don't they, Jack? Tomorrow night, beauty. Tonight, it's rugby league, rugby league related. Rugby league. I don't want to give it away, but it's a pretty big moment in rugby league. Uh, Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Um, he's a guy who comes on every Wednesday night. Yep. We'll chat a bit of Greyhounds, then he'll give us a couple of tips. Oh, I he, like that. He's uh, when he park racing tonight. His success rate's about 50%. A couple of weeks ago, we got both up. Well, I hope they get up tonight because I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that wouldn't mind a few extra bucks in their pocket after their Christmas spending habits. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, this is coming up tonight. Come on, that's ridiculous. Need your help to fill our That's Ridiculous stockings, so to speak. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Um, you want to start off That's Ridiculous tonight, Maddie, with something around Dave Warner you noticed yesterday. Oh. About a century? I said, mate, I was watching him Boxing Day afternoon. You know, he got a start. He was looking comfortable. He's playing his shots. I wake up the next morning. They're walking out to the crease. It flushes up on the screen. Dave Warner to score a century is paying $4.80. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, it was delicious, I tell you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's delicious is <laughs> a new segment we'll have, uh, yeah. Um, mate, so obviously you jumped on, gambled Jump, responsibly, yeah, of, of course. course yeah, of course. Well, it's always responsible when you win. Yeah. <laughs> You're not... You're not providing a very good... Oh, example. sorry, no. So that's no, your, that's ridiculous? That's my... Well, it is. It's one of. Can I Can I just chuck one in to whet the appetite? The weather in Melbourne, speaking of wet, how, how does it go from 41 day to miserable the next? Come on, that's ridiculous. Play ended early today because of rain. Surprise, surprise being Melbourne. Mm. Well, the other one that I had was Yorkie. Is that his name? Yeah, Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Getting hit by the spider cam. Come <laughs> on, that's that ridiculous. Happen? That Pretty. is unbelievable. Um, you want to know what else is ridiculous? What? Dave Warner sitting on a chair in about 180. He's pickle juicing his, his life away. He's got a cool pack on his neck. They're rubbing his legs. He can't stand up. And South Africa still can't get him out. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It, the it, bloke couldn't stand up. He was uh, in all sorts of trouble. But I'll tell you what else was ridiculous about at that time of the day. It was yeah. Mark Howard. Howie, the commentator, yeah. is calling it on Fox. And he's saying he's got to go off. He's, uh, he's 180. He's 20 runs short of 200. <laughs> no, he's not. You do, you do not go off. Stay in the zone. Get your 200 and then go off. Come on. That's ridiculous. Mm. Mark Wall called that too. He yeah. said, I reckon as soon as he gets his 200... He's going to retire hurt, and that he did. Well, he was going all right till he jumped in the yeah, bloody I was air. Say, well, that was ridiculous <laughs> trying to jump when you were full of cramp. Come on, that's and ridiculous. Just double cramps, uh, and yeah, he was no good. He was never coming back from that. Australia declared. If you've missed the cricket today, Australia declared for five hundred and seventy-five, a lead of three hundred and eighty-six. It was nice of the skipper. Uh, to declare just as uh, Starkey, who's already got a dodgy finger, gets whacked in the head. 
uh, from a delivery. So <laughs> thanks, Skip, for keeping me out here. Yeah, I needed exactly. that. Uh, of course, the highlight of the day, Alex Carey and his first century. He bowls to Carey, who cuts away for four. Bat raised immediately as it beat cover. <laughs> it's a maiden test time for Alex Carey as he comes back for a third. He's a fully-fledged Aussie keeper now. It's rare company. A joyful feat. The first by an Australian keeper in nearly a decade. Yeah, a couple of things I want to unwrap there. Has he now solidified his spot as the Australian keeper? Does he now feel like he would belong in oh, that spot? Oh, you would have to, wouldn't you? I mean, that's, I mean Australia has just got just such a wonderful tradition of wicketkeeper batsmen, you know, going back to Rod Marsh. Now, you're Ian Healy, on, and I remember when Gilly came in, there was an uproar about – I mean, he, Gilly was getting booed mm. in his first match because Heels had been – he'd replaced Heels, and Heels was, you know, everyone's, you know, favourite keeper. And uh, obviously Gilly went on to do what he'd done, he did, and, um, you know, it's, it's history now. But, uh, you know, it's just to see another keeper come in, step up to the mark, score a tonne, um, just phenomenal. You know the interesting. Now we have a we have a little bit of a stinger we play here called crap stat. Now I'm going to let you decide whether this is a crap stat. But he's the only second wicketkeeper in Test history for Australia to hit a century at the MCG after Rod Marsh did it in this Test match in 1977. So Marsh is 99, and that could be it. This is off the pad. Let's see what happens. The umpire is indicating that's his hundred. Rod Marsh has made history in cricket. The first Australian keeper, the only player so far in the centenary test, and that's two records he's broken in this very match. A wicket-keeping record for Australia, and now a betting record for Australia. The first man in history, an Australian keeper, to get a century in a test, and he's done it in the centenary. Uh, that is a very... You could win money on that. That is a stat that I would not have picked. I would have sworn Gilly'd scored 100 at the MCG. I couldn't believe that either. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a great stat. Or heels. That is certainly not a crap stat. Okay, thank you. I can't win money on it now. No, you can't. And I must admit, listeners know, but. I did steal that from SEN today when I was listening to the coverage of the cricket, and I think Channel 7 were talking about it as well. Very interesting stat. How good is the old school commentating of cricket when you hear them? Just oh, like that, that, yeah. It's just beautiful. Just, I mean, were you, you called your first game of cricket just recently. Yeah. How'd you go? Oh, uh, Yeah. Started a bit dodgily, <laughs> dodgily, and then got a bit better. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to. I'd, I'd love to hear commentary like that now. Oh, that, it's so uh, British, oh, it's isn't it? Beautiful. <laughs> but even watching, uh, did you you watch the AB special? Didn't you? Yeah. Um, a part two is on tonight on Fox. I watch it when I get home. But yeah. even the commentary in that, yeah, the old school, like Richie Bano commentating the Ashes in England. There's none better. None, nothing better. No. And, yeah, he's just iconic, isn't he, Richie? And, yeah, it's all he missed now. But I, I, I do like the commentary teams we've got going on now. Um, yeah, they're, they're all very uh, wise and, you know, know the game, obviously, back to front. But uh, there was just something about Richie Benno that oh, that made it uh, – And I, I mean – It was the sound that, of summer, right? It was the sound of summer. And then you had the 12th man taking him off and, you know, like, it was just uh, – those days were, were pretty special. And, and just watching – you know that Alan Border special. It made me just sort of reminisce so much about my childhood. It was, it's a it's a gr- it's a really well put together docker. Craig from Maitland says Dave Warner will win Man of the Series medal for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what two hundred? Yeah. 
What, what about... Got a first baller today, by the oh, way. Oh, uh, mate, who cares? Yeah. I mean, what a knock. Uh, I mean, mm. to back against the wall, um, you know, stuff going on off the field, uh, goes out there and, you know, just show what a fighter he is. I think I said on this show, I'd, I think he'll aim up in this series. Um, you know, no one really aimed up in Brisbane. The, the, the pitch was mm. as green as the outfield. Mm. Um, gets down to Melbourne and... Um, does the job on the biggest stage in, and, in test match cricket in and, Australia. And didn't he look determined, right, yeah. when he went out to bat? He did. Um, and he was mic'd up. Did you know that too? Yeah. He was, that was awesome that to was hear. was great. Really good. Telling the ball to go, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, amazing stuff, yeah. you know. And, and he seemed relaxed in the field, but when it came to bat, he was a man on a mission. He was. He wanted to smack the cover off that red ball from, yep. from ball one. It's exciting. He's always been that sort of a batsman. He's, yep. he's aggressive. He's exciting to watch. And, um, yeah, look, I'm a big Dave Warner fan. There's no question about it. But uh, there aren't many. There aren't many. No. I mean, look. For some reason. As, as, as a former athlete, I know um, what it's like to be in the spotlight. And I know it can be tough and, and it can be challenging. And, um, it's easy for people to sit on the outside and judge based on, you know, what they think they know. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. It's not easy being a professional athlete at that level um, where every movement is judged by people and uh, what's written um, can be written out of context or taken out of context. Uh, puts a lot of pressure on you as a person, puts a lot of pressure on your family. Um, so for him to come out and stand up and deliver just shows what a great Australian uh, athlete and, and representative he is. And, and the media nowadays play a part in that. They just jump over the slightest thing. They'll twist stories. They'll make stuff up. They never, they never have to go back and withdraw stories because we just churn through articles now. And, and, and it's appalling. Some of the some of, some of the journalism around Dave Warner has been, and, and I haven't been a biggest fan. You know what I I heard Tim Payne's comments in, in his book about how he thought that Dave was a bit of a victim um, because he was one of the people pushed for the pay rise for the players, and that kind of changed my view of Dave Warner. I didn't take Dave Warner as a as a person like that, and and I've certainly changed my view on him. I, I admire what he's doing. This is a man who has played over 100 games in every form of the game, the only player to do so. And you only get to do that if you're bloody good. Yeah. And I, and I think what that knock's done for him is probably given him the right to call time in his test career when he wants to call time in his test career. And, you know, when, when that is, I'm not sure. but um, I think you'll go to the Ashes. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls the pin. At the end of the Sydney test, I mean, what a way to go out well, on, on your deserve, terms. He deserves to have to, to be able to make that call now. I believe. I just, I but just the, think it was a, it was a, it was an, it was a gritty, tough. It, it was just representative of what I remember Australian cricketers to be. Yeah. You know, I remember Mark Taylor after he he hadn't scored for eighteen months. And he went out and scored three hundred and thirty-four and. Equal Bradman's it, record. It, you know, just to to fight through the the criticism. Um, the, the the batting slump. I mean, he'd scored runs in different forms of the game, but to not have a, a test ton in nearly three years, that um, would have been playing on your, playing on his mind. Yeah, 1,098 days. Uh, what would you do if you're Dave Warner? Would you go to England and retain the Ashes? I mean, there's in between the Ashes and the Sydney test, there is a s- series against India. That is, it doesn't get better than that. India in India. 
you know, doesn't I, play well on those pitches though. I feel like in my career, I retired probably a year too soon. I had an opportunity to keep playing and I didn't. And I look back now and I think, gee, I, I probably wish I had played that one extra mm. year. Um, I've had some um, former teammates and 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 team and friends from other sports who've called me about retirement. Um, I think you, if you're not enjoying it, and I wasn't enjoying it at the time, I was just really like just going through the motions and just grinding away. We'd had a big year in 2010, and I thought, oh, I can't do it again. Um, we just got beaten in the prelim, and I just put everything into it. And uh, I just didn't feel like I could get myself back up to that level again. If you can't perform at your peak level, you're not going to enjoy yourself. And it's uh, that's going to be a decision that David has to make um, at some point in his career. Um, he's 36 years old. He's still got plenty of cricket in him. Um, but there are so many different formats now where they play. Mm. It's like there is so much on their calendar. It's like maybe if you took the test match arena out of his calendar and he focused on the, you know, that's where I'd like him. And uh, and the the one day is. I'd like him to stay, though, as a test cricketer. Oh, I'd I'd love him to stay as a test cricketer. I I remember when Warney retired. You know, I mean, I just, you have those great Australian players that whether you like him or hate him, you love Mm. watching him. Mm. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure, like like you say, Warner's got his detractors, but you've you got to love watching him in full flight. He's just yep. great to watch. Um, yeah, it'll be a sad day when he's not out there. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Do you reckon Warner should go out at the end of the Sydney test, go on his own terms or continue? Oh, I'd like to see him go through to the Ashes. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon that'll be a great way to beat the Poms in England. What a great, and to Come be a part of ashes, that. Yeah. Come, Come that's home with it. the ashes. And yeah, absolutely. What do you think? 0457 736 736 is our text number. Rooster Mars, Merry Christmas, Rooster Mars. He says, Woogie, two boxes of Chico Rolls is only 12 bucks, and that is full freight. Much better value. I, look, I did have a Chico Roll on Boxing Day night too, by the way. You're wearing a Chico Roll T-shirt. I, actually, I am. I am. <laughs> Where did you pick that up from? Oh, I bought it on uh, eBay. All oh, right. I got myself a mate of mine one. See, we have a business idea. I'm going to share it now. We're just going to cut the ends off Chico Rolls, deep fry those and sell those. Right. Because that's the best part, right? Yeah, right. The burn ends. They're like, yeah, they're like the crunchy cr- oh, ends. so good. Yep. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast with Badge and Sats on Sports Day. If you get the chance at any stage to listen to the show live, make sure you tune in each and every night, Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m.